The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. So hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. I'm your host who never introduces herself, Victoria Shaw. And today we are going to address a question that I get from a lot of people. We've probably hit this one up from different angles on the show before, but I thought it was worth trying again. And that question is, how do I know if something's a sign? right? And we talk about this with our intuition too. How do we know it's intuition versus thought? And there's going to be a couple episodes coming up on that, or maybe they've already come because you all know, I never know what order these are going to come out in when I record them. But I was thinking today, I had a very specific experience with a sign. And and those of you who follow this know that signs are a big way that I hear my intuition, especially when I'm hearing guidance for myself. And I have had over the last year in particular, some spectacularly crazy, crazy experiences with signs. Sometimes signs that I asked to see and did like almost instantly, which was just like it still shocks me when I think about it. And then sometimes things that just happened in such a magical way at just the right moment that it kind of just blew me right out of the water, just blew my mind. And that was what happened today. And I'm going to share the story and then I'm going to talk a little bit too about how do we know? How do we know it's a sign? And of course, at the end of the day, you really don't know. And when we come into this human body, we make an agreement to, you know, not fully know anything and rely more on that deeper knowing, right? That deeper knowing that knows, even if you don't know with the mind, all is entirely well and good and flowing and working in your favor, right? And that's all we ever really need to know. But I am going to talk a little bit about how to interpret signs and also, again, how to get out of that magical thinking. And I know we've talked about this before. And also, hey, what the heck, I get to share my cool story, which it really was. So this morning I was in a little bit of a funk and I had been worrying about some stuff on the new business that I'm putting and and getting into scarcity thinking about all sorts of things. And scarcity thinking is when we don't recognize our own abundant nature and we start to worry about you know, not having enough, not being enough. So in this case, it was a lunch that I had with a new friend. And, you know, this was lunch number three. Well, there'll be a number four. Like, are we still clicking? What if we don't still click, right? Will I not have enough friends? Ooh, even saying that tanks me energy, right? It does. You can probably even hear it in my voice. 
Ah, and then there was also some big monetary expenditures that happened today, you know, that sent yours truly a little bit spinny. And it happens, it happens. But I was having these scarce thoughts and I was thinking particularly about the friend issue. And I was even thinking to myself at the time, wow, you know, here you go looping. God bless your beautiful little you. I'd like to say I was that charitable. But anyway, I noticed that I was looping and looping in scarcity. And at that moment when I was having that thought, I looked out of the window and running across my yard was a big, huge furry raccoon. And I live in a pretty developed place, so there's definitely wildlife around, but we don't see it that much. And I've seen all manner of things already in my yard, and I know the raccoons are here because I see their little footprints on my deck, Um, but I hadn't seen one before, and I certainly hadn't seen one in the middle of the day. And it was also the moment at which I saw it, right? That moment, I knew just by the fact that I was having a thought, and the very next moment, my attention is drawn to this raccoon that is not usually a thing that I see, for me, that's a sign instantly to know that it's a sign. Wait, did I just say that's a sign that it's a sign? I think I did. Um, But it's true. Like that was a moment where I had that knowing whenever I have something that I'm mulling over, a question that I'm asking, and then immediately my attention is drawn to something that's either sometimes just drawn to something randomly. I'm going to tell you another sign story. And sometimes it's drawn very shockingly to something that's incongruous, right? Something that doesn't happen a lot, like seeing, you know, a whale jump out of the water. That was one I had this winter or seeing that raccoon. So I do what I do when I get animal signs. And some of you know this and some of you don't. I always Google it. (laughs) Yep. And there's different ways to do it, right? Some people will just feel into what that animal means to them, and that is totally fine, and I'm a big fan of that too. But for me, guides, universe, intuition, source, whatever is is sending me these little messages, and it's probably all of the above, knows that I'm going to go look it up. And for years, I always looked it up in one particular place. I would look it up in Stephen Farmer's books, and I had a couple on my shelf, and I'll, I'll tell you lots of stories about those too. And so that would be another way in which, you know, my guidance would nudge and know where I was going to go look for the answer, right? And there's that kind of cooperation. Nowadays, I kind of Google and I just see what speaks to me. So I Googled raccoon and nothing spoke to me. And some of it was a little worrisome, in fact, and did not make me feel better at all. Uh, Cleverness, resourcefulness, those felt good, you know, trickster, deceit, not so much. So I I left this little experience kind of and had to go run an errand and my mind was kind of spinning and I'm trying to figure out what it meant. And, you know, the thing that we do with our mind, right, when you get an intuitive hit and then you need to know (laughs) really fast, but you're not getting anywhere. And that's what I was doing. The good thing is, is that for me, at least, I know when I'm doing that. And I know that those are the moments when it's time to take a step back. So I got home and I had another really cool inspiration. And my inspiration was, I know whose messages, you know, always resonate. And, you know, I'm going to look and see what Stephen Farmer says about this. So I Googled Stephen Farmer raccoon. And amazingly, it was around that you have all the resources that you need. It's all good you know, you're enough, you have enough. And that one, that one hit the nail on the head. And I was like, wow, 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 wow. And I'll try to find the card. It was a copy of his deck of, you know, spirit animal cards. So I will try to find that card and get y'all a screenshot for the social so that you can see because it was like a remarkable, you know, synchronicity kind of deal. And oftentimes our 
science can be this way. When you know you get that reassurance right at the moment you need it, right at the moment I thought scarcity, I'm in scarcity, and then I see a sign, and the sign meant, according to Stephen Farmer, that I have all the resources and that there's nothing to worry about. And the cleverness works too, right? Because who doesn't want to be clever? I think one other point of this little story too is that you know, the process of we can overthink those signs or we can feel into them. And nothing really resonated until, you know, I got the last little hit. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. And you say, how do you know, right? And I've talked about this in other episodes. You just know when something resonates, you feel it in your being, you feel it in your body. It's almost for me and it's different for everyone, but it's almost like it fits. You know, like two puzzle pieces when you know, how do you know they go together? Because they do. You can look at them in space, you can think it's going to fit, but when you put them together, boy, you're like, yep, that was it. And that's how I felt when I saw that message. I knew. And that's how I know when a message is really, truly coming through or a sign is really, really, truly the one. I know in that deep way, not in that mind way. And when we work with the energy of signs, you know, we have to agree to not know in the mind and wait for the click to know in the soul, to know in the heart, right? And to experience that deeper knowing. Now, some of you are saying, but wait, 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 wait. What if I don't get the click, right? What if I I don't get that feeling of resonance? Then how do I know? First of all, you breathe. You take that step back and you know that the universe will keep sending you those signs. They'll keep happening. You keep looking and eventually you start to see the pattern. Eventually something within you wakes up and you're like, oh yeah, now I know. And you know in that deep way and it makes sense. Got it? So I think that one of the things that, like I said, can sometimes happen with signs is we get too stuck in our mind right? We get too stuck in what does it mean? Is it a sign? And I often tell people, if you think it's a sign, treat it as such. Let it be because everything can be a sign. And especially again, if it's a sign that you think, you know, something encouraging, like a loved one is with you or something like that, I would say go for it. But again, the more you work with signs, the more striking they will be. Today too, I'm reminded that every time I asked for reassurance or had a thought where I needed reassurance about something, and it happened, I think about four or five times today. In addition to our little furry friend, I would look on whatever device I had, and this wasn't, I wasn't trying, right? I would just notice on my phone, on the GPS arrival time, on, I don't know, a message that was timestamped that I got all those repeating numbers. Y'all love those repeating numbers, right? The angel numbers. Again, they were everywhere for me today. And it's not just that they were everywhere. They were everywhere when I was needing that reassurance, when I was having that thought. So I often notice like, what's the thought before something happens? What's the thought before the sign? What are you doing when that happens? Because that can sometimes be very powerful. And sometimes too, you know, if you ever trip and fall, 
right? Or you stub your toe. Think about what you were doing before that happened, okay? Not to punish yourself or be like, oh, I can't believe you were thinking of that because now you hurt yourself. But because oftentimes those are signs too. Yes, my friends, you drop something, you fall, you stub your toe. Sometimes what you're thinking about that in the moment before can be very telling about, you know, what this sign is meaning for you, right? So signs work in both directions. And again, they're never bad. They're never bad, you know? They're always good. They're always just here to get you back on track, which is another thing that the guys want me to say about signs, okay? There are no bad signs. There are no bad signs. And if you look at, say, Stephen Farmer's deck, it's not fear-based. Everything's positive. Every animal has a positive sign, okay, and a positive meaning. And I think that's really important, too, because we also can confuse signs with superstition. And superstition says, if you see this thing, something bad will happen. And I don't believe that. I don't believe that. And I don't want you to feed your mind that either because then your mind is going to go with bad things that could happen and then your energy is going to tank and then you know what's going to happen because of the law of attraction. You're not only not going to feel good internally, but you're going to like, you know, attract more drama than you need, right? And it's okay if your mind goes there. Don't be afraid of your mind. I love having one. They're beautiful. Be kind to it. Love it. You're okay. And every bit of awareness that you bring to these thoughts will also, you know, slow down the momentum. But again, if we feed ourselves with fear, if we wonder if a sign could be negative or bad, then we've sort of gone out of the purview of our soul truly. Now, can there be signs that you're on the wrong track? Absolutely, right? And so sometimes if you're thinking about something and you stub your toe, oftentimes when we stub our toe, it, you know, sometimes it's a step that you don't want to take forward and sometimes it's it's a little bit of a, you know, a self-correct, you're not feeling good about yourself and bang, you bang yourself. At least that's how it works for me. But we can tune into these things, but again, it's not cataclysmic. The guys are reminding me for the last two years through all of the intense ups and downs I've been experiencing in this portion of my journey, I kept seeing owls. And not owls in the real world, not actual owl animals. I've actually had a couple owl encounters recently here in San Diego that were pretty amazing. But these were like owls on social media, on TV, or in other kind of imagery. But I would start to see like a lot of owls in one day. So there'd be a lot of owl posts or a lot of owl mentions. And I started to feel like that meant something bad was going to happen because I'd had a lot of, you know, ups and downs. And I started to think the owl is bad. The owl is a bad sign. And, you know, in some cultures, an owl is a bad sign. You know, they believe that it's a it's a negative omen, a negative thing. And I was starting to get a little bit into my mind. And you see, again, even talking about it, whoo. Yeah, I need to reset my energy. It's scary to think about these things. And if you think about an owl, right, they are the most beautiful, loving creatures. They are so amazing. They are wise. They are powerful. Their necks can do really cool things, right? They are amazing. Why, in any way, shape, or form, would seeing an owl mean something bad? And what is bad anyway, right? What is bad anyway? We don't want to use our intuition in that superstitious way of you know, preventing bad things from happening and maximizing good things from happening. Because at the end of the day, all we really want to do is flow with life. Because when we flow with life, we'll understand that everything is good. But also, we will naturally attract more of what's pleasing to us. 
And occasionally when we attract something that doesn't make immediate sense to our senses and our pleasure centers, right, we'll be able to flow with that too. We'll be able to find the meaning in it, the way through it, and we'll be able to make peace with those things, right? So superstitious uses of signs, it doesn't do that for you. It just keeps you locked in fear. So if you're working with signs and suddenly you're like, this or that is a bad sign or a bad omen, I would disregard those things, right? I always go for the positive. And even the positive, that encouraging message can still be a no. It can still be a, you know, look at this deeper or consider all sides. Those are neutral things that are helpful. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Your mind may say, if you're asking a question, let's just say you're using a animal oracle deck, or you're asking to see a sign in the world to answer a particular question, and then you see a particular animal, right? And you get a message that says something like, you want to look at this a little bit deeper, or you know, be mindful, or be wary, or you know, be aware. Be aware of even deception, okay? Because that's fair. Always feel into that, but not from a place of fear, right? Not from a place of fear. And the last one, that's the most tricky. That said, <laughs> I'm going to tell you another sign story. I could go on forever. One time I was in my office in Connecticut and I was doing a phone session with a client. I don't want to give up too much information, but it was a mother-daughter kind of situation. And I had been really seeing the daughter's perspective really clearly and probably missing the mom's perspective just a wee little bit. And I was talking to the mom on the phone because there was an issue and it was an urgent issue that needed to be addressed. And I was still kind of seeing only the daughter's perspective. And definitely I was missing something that became clear to me later on. And I look out my window and there's this huge fox running across my yard, like humongous, like, I don't know, deer sized fox. It was maybe not that big, but it was like really huge. And, you know, I finished the conversation, I folded the page over, and I looked up one of the meanings of fox, and the one that stood out to me was deception. And I had to feel into it, friends, because I was so aligned with this child and not seeing the other side at all. But then, you know, when I went back and had another conversation with the mom and find out more of what was going on, it was like, ding, 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 you know, there had been things that I'd been missing right? But see, that's a neutral feedback. It's not scary. It's not something bad's going to happen. It was just a little 411, you know, that, hey, you're missing something here. Like, look a little deeper, pay attention. And I did, right? So we'll get those kind of corrections sometimes from a sign for sure. So one of the things that I was doing today was going to buy some furniture. So I saw this beautiful creature, this beautiful raccoon. And then I'm like, oh no, is the furniture person, is it a fraud? Is it a fake? Is it, you know, I don't know. I bought the furniture. I'm happy with it. We'll see. Because we can't always know. Um, And then I got the other message when I came home, which was so much more resonant. But again, it's not for the mind to figure out or decide. And again, it was because I was spinning most likely that I interpreted it that way. And the other thing that is so cool about life, just to cue you in, is if you get it wrong and you misunderstand, you get confused, you don't make the quote unquote right choice, you're going to have another chance, right? You're just going to keep flowing and you're loved and you're lovable and you're inherently perfect in your human imperfection, but you are perfect inside no matter what you choose, no matter what you do, no matter anything that happens in this world on earth, your amazingness, your enoughness, and your worthiness and lovability, these are things that they're yours no matter what. They're who you are. So you don't have to worry. It'll come out in the wash. You don't have to overthink. You just have to learn to listen 
And then you follow the nudges and you listen more deeply and more and more, right? You let the language of life speak to you. And you start to tune in more and more, right, through this human little dance to the messages and the inclinations of your soul. And that's what signs are here to do for us. And they're just one of the many ways that our soul and our spirit communicates with us. And when we approach it with joy and lightness and amazement, because sometimes they're just amazing, right? The universe will keep bringing us more and more and more and more. And please use your signs first and foremost as a reminder that you are lovable, that you are beautiful, that you are powerful, that you are amazing because that and only that is the real truth of who and what you really are. All right. That's all I got today. Thank you for letting me share my sign stories. And I would love to hear yours too. So if you've got some good ones, join us over in the Facebook group, Intuitive Connection Community. Share some of your stories with other listeners and people over there. We would love it. If you're not on Facebook and you want to share, you can always send me an email too. I would love to hear. And um, you don't have to share them at all. Just enjoy them, my friends. Enjoy this life. Enjoy your day. And thanks as always for tuning in. Namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.